Hi, and welcome back to Attack of Final Fantasy, a Final Fantasy podcast where I try to complete every single Final Fantasy game using attack only. My name's Pete, and um, at the moment we're playing Final Fantasy 2, and this is part 4. So last time we went to get the Goddess Bell from the Ice Cavern, um, Yosef died on us, and now we're going back to Kashan to use the Goddess Bell to get inside. Last time I tried to go to Kashan, I took the airship from Sid to get there, but this time I'm going to try to walk it and see how that goes. It will probably end in a cold, icy death. As I rounded on to Basque, I uh, thought, oh, maybe I should go tell Neddy that her dad's dead. So now I'm back at Salamand and I'm going to go and deliver the news. All she says is, Daddy, Daddy isn't coming back, is he? And that woman that was outside of his house is now inside, so she moved in quickly. She does say she'll look after Nelly in his place. I think she probably helped set up the trap that killed him so she could get his house and daughter... I think there's a little bit more to that story than we know, and we'll never know, unfortunately. So I continue the journey to Kashan. Um, it's actually quite nice walking here because I'm fighting enemies that are just a little bit stronger than me, which means I'm getting um, some good stats for my guys. Right, so literally a second after recording that last part, I got into a fight with six um, land rays. And they paralysed me and continued to beat me into a pile of mush. So I get back to Basque. I didn't bother dropping in on Nelly to tell her the bad news. Um, so I don't know if that means she knows now or if she doesn't know. I don't know if I've just created another sort of timeline or what. But yeah, I'm back to where I was. After narrowly avoiding death a couple of times, I make it into Kashan and I go in and use the goddess bell on the door. After the bell rings out, the door clicks open without a sound. So I suppose it doesn't click open, it just opens because it clicks a sound, right? Through the door there's some stairs, and at the top of the stairs there's a guy stood there, so I'm going to save just in case he tries to beat me up. Ah, it's Gordon, I should have recognised his cowardly stance anywhere. He tells us that he came to retrieve some fire, but the Igil's torch is inside a den of monsters, so he doesn't want to go in. Maria pipes up and she asks if Gordon can help us around the keep, um, but he says it's riddled with secrets and he doesn't know the way around any better than us. But he does want to help us fight. He's equipped with a javelin and some leather stuff, so I quickly replace that with mithril stuff and we carry on our way. The second floor of the keep is like a big square. Um, I'm on the outside of it at the moment and I've just found a cure tome in a chest. There's also a trapdoor up here which I go into and nothing happens, I don't get into a fight. Just down south there's some stairs leading up. On the next level it seems like it could be quite the maze but it really isn't. Um, I make my way round to the next set of stairs and go up again. I'm really glad that I discovered that unequipping weapons were stronger than having swords on everyone because I would have been annihilated in this area. Marie and Guy are both hitting for sort of 850 900 whereas Firion hits for 26 and Gordon actually hit for 50 then on this level I find a golden shield in a chest uh, it was a monster in a box it was just a bunch of whale rats though so no big deal I've come to the realization that if nobody's getting hit nobody's getting any significant HP boosts they're only getting the random ones they sometimes get so I might have to beat my own people up in a minute so I go round and go upstairs to the next floor. Um, there's a couple of trap rooms on this floor, uh, but I explore them anyway because it's always good to get into fights. I go into a room with three chests. I do a save because I'm 
pretty sure there was going to be a monster in the box, but there wasn't. Uh, I did get a werebane. I thought it was a sword, but it's actually a mace. I find the next stairs up, but I continue to explore the floor for now. On the next floor up, um, the path splits to either go left or right. So I go left, but it leads to a trap floor, so I'm going back to go right now. There's a chest in the centre of the room here, but it looks like a trap, so I'm staying on the outside, um, and I've just gone into a door with three chests. Another trap room. Then in the last corner, there's some stairs going down, but I think I'll head back and get that chest in the middle of the room. In that chest was some golden armour and four mines, which I take down quite swiftly. Um, I don't need the golden armour, I might give it to Gordon though, because he's a bit useless. After doing so, I head down one more level and go through a door. Um, and there's a flame here, which I'm guessing is a boss because it's got a face. I'm going to do a save and then attack it. Gordon tells us that he's heard of a monster guarding the Egil's torch, um, and it's a red soul apparently. Marie and Guy plummet to death with her bare hands, not afraid of the flames. And I finally get a torch, which means I get a sunfire. Now I need to wind my way back round and down to the bottom of the keep. I've just noticed that when using a potion, it doesn't give back fixed amounts of health anymore like it did in the first remake. Um, it just randomises the health gain that you get back. I finally get to the bottom of the keep and I use the torch on the sunfire and it passes onto the torch. And then we're away. When I get outside, there's a little scene where an airship is being chased by the Dreadnought, and the Dreadnought's trying to capture it, so I'm going to head west and see what that's all about. I stop off in Bass to uh, resupply my potions and things and have a bit of a rest. I'm going to do a save here because I've not done one of those for a little while. After doing all that, I set off for Altair. Nothing eventful happens on my journey here. Um, the place is still bombed up. Once I get inside, I run to Hilda's um, throne room and she's gone. Talking to one of the guys reveals that Sid's airship was captured uh, by the Dreadnought and the princess was with it. Some old guy tells us it's our fault. Uh, I refrain from punching him because he's old. He tells us that we can't blow up the Dreadnought because we can't blow our way out of a cloth sack. <laughs> Sorry about that little outburst of laughter. That was the wife... That really tickled her for some reason. She's a little bit weird. Another guy tells us that the Dreadnought is heading somewhere north of Finn. So I guess that's where I'm going to go. When I do blow up the Dreadnought, I'm going to go back to that old guy. I find the Dreadnought. Nobody's guarding the um, entrance. So I head inside. At the top of these stairs, there's a guy and he asks what we want. Um, it opens the menu to ask, learn or give an item. I ask him about everything I know and he only responds when I say Wild Rose. He calls us rebel cars and attacks. So now I'm going round this deck, killing everyone else. For some reason there are zombies aboard this ship. I'm pretty sure that Dreadnought's a one-time deal. I think we actually do blow it up here. Um, so I'm going to look up to see if there's anything important to grab before I do that. I'm glad I do look up a guide because there are a couple of items I could have completely missed if I carried on. Also, it's crazy that I can walk around this ship and none of these guards walking around will attack me at all unless I speak to them. 
I go down with centre stairs and there's a cell here and it looks like it's locked but there is however a secret hole in the wall that you can get through to the treasure chest inside. Um, inside that chest is a couple of monsters and a sleep blade so Firion's got this equipped now and we head on up the stairs again. Uh, back up on the main floor, I check all the trapdoors just in case there's chests behind them. There isn't. There is a chest with some gear at the end of the hallway though. The other end, there's some stairs going down and then some more stairs going up into a door where I go to the next level. There's a little bit of a labyrinth here. Um, I've managed to find some thief gloves in a treasure chest down here. Um, and I've just got to an iron gate which opened so I'm going to save outside the iron gate because I'm a little bit worried that it's a trap It's a trap Okay, I go into the room and it's just Hilda and Sid are in there So I'm going to back out of there to go around and collect any other chests that I've missed I equip the thief gloves to... Oh my god, I said... gloves! I said gloves again! What the hell is wrong with me? What's a glove? A glove, I guess it's like... Damp glove? Yeah, maybe. That's, oh, my, my gloves are wet. Oh, no. Uh, my gloves are all glubby. My gloves are Okay, let's try that again. I equip the thief's gloves to Therion because they up his agility a little bit, so that's always nice. Something else I've noticed with potions is that if I keep trying to cure someone with potions when... Um, they have full health, it will keep using the potions, unlike in one where, well, any other Final Fantasy where it would just stop. On the level of Sid and Hilda, I can see another room, but I can't get to it and I can't figure out how to, so I'm going to go talk to those guys now. I make the mistake of talking to Sid first, and he tells me to blow up the Dreadnought with Sunfire, and he's going to get the airship ready for takeoff. So that is where I'm going. I don't know where it is, though. Back on the main floor, I follow the path back down and round. I didn't notice that I could go down before to another set of stairs that take me to the second floor. I can see some guards in the dark down there just walking around. There are troops literally everywhere down here, um, but like I said earlier, none of them stop me unless I talk to them. Um, at the end of the room, there are four treasure chests. The chests contain a main gauche, a trident, a giant's helm and something else I've forgotten it was just an item um, but one of them was a monster in a box which I took down pretty swiftly I head up the stairs in the centre of the room and it leads to a single door with stairs going down again um, and then I'm in a big room with guards standing around so rebel curs let's kill them all as is always the case with these guys if you do attack them they don't disappear off the map they just stay there um, and they, in this room, they're sort of, um, how can I put it, they're sort of blocking the way, so they're creating sort of a, uh, a maze-like effect, they're sort of acting as walls, basically. This area is very reminiscent of Final Fantasy XII, when you're trying to break into the palace's van, and there's those guys um, guarding the area, except for these guys, they don't uh, trigger when they see you, they just let you get on with things. Hey, Buckethead! <laughs> Okay, so I go through a door in that room and I get to the engine. It's glowing. So now it says you see the Dreadnought engine. I'm going to use items, hunt down wherever the thingy is. It would be right at the bottom, wouldn't it? Got it? No, no. Uh, sunfire. There we go. You throw the sunfire into the engine. 
Oh, that Dark Knight's come back. What have you done? The engine. That voice. There's no time, Maria. We should blow up any minute now. We have to get onto Sid's airship. Ah, nice one, Luke. I mean, Therian. A little scene plays out where we all scuttle off ship and the dreadnought blows up. Um, we ride above the explosion on Sid's airship. It's all very dramatic and he flies us back to... Oh, it's slowing down a bit. I don't know where he's taken us. Are we being kidnapped by Sid now? Okay, we're back in Altair. Cool. When we get back into town, I rest at the inn uh, before going to see Hilda. Uh, once again, I go to the throne room, but Hilda's not here again. Um, I do go speak to that old guy that dissed me before, and he says, I knew you had it in you, so he actually didn't. Um, I should let Guy pummel him, but I'm not going to. He's just an old man. I'm told that um, the king's conditions worsen, so I should probably go see him, I suppose. That's sort of what's been hinted at, isn't it? I go and see the king and he's got one last request for Therian, Minwu and Gordon. Um, Maria and Guy just stood there, I suppose they don't really matter. Despite them being the strongest out of a lot of them. He has cowardly Gordon to lead the army and do all he can to help Hilda, so Gordon accepts this and he says that he will do what he can. He asks Minwu whether it's time to unseal the ultimate magic. Um, and Minwu agrees, uh, it's time to break the seal by the ultimate home. And Firion, I'd have you go to Diced, home of the dragoons. I was told that dragoons were slain and attacked by the Empire, yet I refuse to believe there could be no survivors in so noble a group. If we had to stand against the might of the Empire, I'm convinced we will need the dragoons and their wyverns. And then he asks us all to take care of Hilda. I don't know if that involves Maria and Guy or not. Then he does that flashy death thing, so that means that he's actually dead dead. I suppose there's no coming back from being flashed out of existence, really. I go back to the throne room uh, to see if Hilda's there yet, but she isn't. But Gordon is sat on the other throne. He tells us that the um, Emperor feared the power of Dragoons, um, and Dragoons is in red, so I learned that. Um, and he meant to wipe them out. So... Yeah, he's not going to tell me where I can find dice, though. Okay, um, that old man that dissed us before actually tells us that dice is in a small island kingdom uh, located in the sea east of Snow Plains. Bless him, he did come in handy. I'm glad that Guy didn't beat him up. He tells us to take a ship from Palum and sail south, so that is what we're going to do. Okay, I found where Hilda is, and she's in the other room, and when I try to speak to her, all she says is he, he. So, that's, yeah, yeah, he's for her own, I suppose. As I'm back now, Tara, I'm going to go down to the Peninsula of Power and see if I can defeat anything down there now that I'm a little bit stronger than I was before. It was all fine until I came across these black flans. Um, I am hitting them, but very rarely. Luckily, they don't hit me for too much. After my little jaunt down at the peninsula, I head up to Palum to get the boat. I think it's Palum. Yeah, Poff's the other one, so yeah, Palum. As soon as I walk into town, there's a woman there, and she asks if I'm looking for a ship to Diced. Uh, but it all looks a bit dodgy. Her name's Leela, and she says that she'll be waiting in the ship for us, uh, and she'll be ready when we are. 
So the ship's just on the coast over here. It's not the normal ship. Normally there's a little ship docked outside of Palum. Um, but this is a separate ship. I get on the ship and away we go. Um, trust in pirates doesn't say much of the space you got between your ears. Oh, cheers. <laughs> they tried to take the items from us, but we obviously don't hand them over. So they attack us. Um, all the pirates look like Captain Pugwash, which is quite funny if you're British. After beating them, we convince the pirates to join us in fight against the Empire. Um, and Leela joins the party. So now I have control of a boat. I can go anywhere on the sea. So more places to get lost. A good thing about this ship is you can disembark anywhere. You don't have to be at a port like in Final Fantasy 1. And lost I do get. So I head back to Altair to see if anyone knows where I've got to go. Um... And I speak with Gordon again, and he I ask him about the Dragoons, hoping he'll uh, give me sort of a, a bit of a uh, point in the right direction. And he tells me about Wyverns, that comes up in red, so I learn that password. After sailing the Seven Seas, I stumble across this place. It's to the north uh, side of the map. I haven't configured my controller yet to enable me to open the map. I've still got Select and B that resets the game. I didn't I didn't bother doing it. I'm just yeah, I could just stumble around. They're not that big these maps. So I head into Castle Deast. Um and there's a little boy here. I'm gonna go and have a little word. He tells me not to come any closer and runs off like I've got free candy or something, so I'm gonna chase him. And he stood there again. He um threatens to tell his mum on us, so he doesn't know that I personally was the champion of this being the youngest kid. Um so I think I'll try and beat him to it. In this main room, I um, spot a chest with some stairs that lead down to it. So when I get up to the next floor, I make my way round just so I can get my chest uh, sorted out. Now I'm back on the first floor. I spot the kid and his mum, um, so I try to avoid him. I'm not going to talk to him yet. Uh, and I go round to another set of stairs, which leads me down. Uh, and I find a room with eight chests, and one of these chests has a wing blade in it, which is a better weapon for Therian. I also found a Sage's Wisdom um, and a Sage's Spirit. I'm not quite sure what they do. It says that it maximises spirit and maximises intelligence, but I can't use them from a menu, so I guess they're battle items. I finally approach the kid and his mum and ask the kid about Dragoons and wyverns. Uh, apparently there is a wyvern in a room next to him that's asleep at the moment and this kid wants to be a dragoon when he's older. There is a theory going around that um, this kid is actually Kane from Final Fantasy IV as a child. The woman says that when the Empire attacked they killed this kid's um, dad and her husband uh, and the last wyvern is beyond that door but it's asleep and it seems to be in pain whenever they try to de uh, speak to it but they can't understand its language without a pendant so there's a cave to the north of here where I can find one of these pendants to speak with the wyvern. The umpire um, poisoned the water for wyverns killing them off uh, except for this last one. So after that the dragons couldn't fight without their sort of steeds so they all got picked off as well. I head back outside and go north and enter this cave. Um, yeah, it's very cave-like in here. Just got 200 gil from chess. Toit. 
So, in this floor, there were three staircases going down. I chose the northmost one in the corner, and there's something shiny on the ground here, so I'm going to pick it up. And, ah, oh, it's the remains of a dragoon. Oh, no. Something nearby on the ground catches your eye. Oh, it's a pendant. Okay, that's easy. I'll go back, because if I remember correctly, I've got to come back down here later on with an egg. Right, I've made it back to the castle, and I think that's where I'm going to call this episode. So I managed to sort out my um, feeds, um, so my podcast should be pretty much everywhere now. Uh, if you could um, do all the good stuff to it, I'm not sure what it does as of yet. Um, but yeah, reviews, stars, whatever, whatever you fancy, really. If you want to get in contact with me, it's at SelectAttack on Twitter. Uh, there's a Discord below, and I've actually set up that email that I've been talking about. Uh, that's at attackonff at hotmail.com. Um, just a special shout out to my wife for appearing in this episode as sort of like an unwanted guest. Um, I have been trying to get her to do a separate podcast with me, but she refuses to be part of my midlife crisis. So there's that. All right. Well, see you next time. Bye bye.